Um, hello, my name is David Turner and this is another episode of Lunar Poetry Shorts. Um, today, I'm well tonight, I am in the Chelsea Theatre in West London and I'm joined by Sean Wyak-Jung and we've just, I've just been and performed in the open mic at a night called World's End, which is a fantastic night and you can find it on Facebook and you should all come along and there are some great features tonight, Lizzie Palmer and Michael Clift. Ficayo Balogan and Ernesto Sarazada, and it was a great night of uh, poetry. Um, by way of introduction, we're going to have a poem from Sean. So, here we go. Thanks, David. Um, this is a poem called Running at a Loss. There are 71 printed A4 pages of poems in my Muji folder of poems. Each page cost five pence to print double-sided, seven pence to print single-sided. 59 of them are single-sided, 12 are Double-sided, I prefer single-sided because it is easier to edit single-sided. I like to edit offline with a blue or black pen. Some of these poems have ended up in certain magazines or anthologies. Most of them haven't. I have never been paid for these things. I have been paid for readings and performances, mostly something between 10 to 25 pounds for 10 to 25 minutes of poems. I keep being told that there is no money to be made in poems. The people who tell me this are probably right, but I can't stop. Writing them, oh no, I guess I probably don't write them in the hope of money. I probably write them to try and hide things from people, ex-girlfriends, whoever, or to find things out about the world, whatever. Either way, I guess I will keep on doing this. Sometimes as a kid, I would start running. I wouldn't be able to stop. I did this in the middle of a snowstorm. Once I held my mouth open, my tongue stuck out. I ran as fast as I could. The snow tasted weird, kind of stale and metallic, but I kept on eating it. I really could not get enough. Cheers. Hello, Sean. Hello, David. Um, just, uh, just a quick clarification. This uh, little chap may seem really overly familiar, more so than other. Um, Sean's a good mate of mine, um, so it's really nice to talk. It's really good. And yeah. He's fu- gone away to Norwich, and I haven't <laughs> seen him for months and months. So this is actually the first time we've chatted in what, like four months or something? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty so much. this is great. Um, I'm not going to indulge myself too much with chatting. Um, question: uh, Why poetry? Why poetry? Um, why not poetry? I guess it's something that the more you think about, the worse your poems get, I believe. Um, if you want to write a poem, then write a poem. Uh, I've always wanted to write poems. Yeah. It's just been a form that's suited the messages or images or. So why do you think play. it suits what you want to say? Because it's open, um, and it's open to play. It's open to play not just with message or content or image, but also with form. And you know, you can you can play with images. You can play with expectations. You can play with the sounds of words, the rhythm of words. I've always enjoyed rhythmical things, so that's why it just suits me better. Cool and. Um how often do you read your poetry in public? Actually, this might be a double-sided uh, question because obviously we know each other from reading uh, and performing poetry in London. Now you've moved yeah. to Norwich, and yeah. maybe you could answer that question um, in relation to how maybe it's different in Norwich. It's very different yeah. in Norwich. Um, in London, there's something on every night, and it's an unfortunate um, problem in many ways that English poetry in, is still fairly London-centric, especially performance poetry. I mean, obviously yeah. there's big scenes up in the north, 
Um, but and it is, it is trickling throughout the country, but there is still a very much London-centric focus. Yeah, yeah. Um, Norwich, it's the, the the scene there is more literary, from my experience, and that may just be because I am there to study my masters in poetry. Um, so, I, being part of the university, a lot of things I go to are university endorsed or sponsored. There are, of course, still um, open mic slams. Uh, very good performance poets uh, there's a lot of good things going on there it's just with it being a smaller town as well than London um, it can be more difficult to seek them out mm. yeah I, actually I was just going to mention again um, uh, the Leanne Moden and Elaine Hewitt who are running Fenswick which is a uh, open mic night up in the Fens which does it goes as far east as King's Lynn, which is sort of almost not. Yeah, yeah. Is, I mean, to, 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 when you're up there, that's pretty much the next town anyway. But so there is stuff happening there, but it's obviously um, more travelling for a start. And yeah, seek yeah. Things out and, uh, well, of course, London, the, the great thing about London is that it's big and transport is easy. Yeah. Um, and there's so many poets as yeah. well. When you say transport is easy, I've got to get home to South London from Chelsea tonight. It's not that easy. I know, <laughs> but, you know. but that's my problem. Anyway, um, how about another poem? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> this one is called What Happened Was. And I, am I allowed to say it? It's like Valentine's Day today? Yeah, so today is Valentine's Day. Yeah, um, yeah for so, um, information. F the, these, the, these, <laughs> these two poems, I've just, uh, just read them out at um, World's End Poetry, both sort of revolving around love. Uh, this, this first one's what, What's Happened Was. I had sex with you and it was my birthday and I said to you afterwards, wow, I love you. And as soon as I said it, I realised what I had said and I wanted to bite off my tongue, swallow it, feel it digesting inside me. You said you should go and I kind of agreed, but I didn't say anything and you kissed me on the forehead and said you will talk to me soon and I still didn't say anything. The next time I saw you, I was looking out of my window and you were walking from somewhere with that guy that everyone hated except for you and you were just talking with him and I'd never experienced jealousy like that before. I wanted to bite off my tongue, throw it at you. I watched as you both parted ways without even a hug and somehow that made it worse and I thought about if I'd really meant it what I had said before when I said I love you. Had I really meant that? Did I really love you? The next time I saw you, we talked about things. I was studying creative writing, you were studying something else. I felt like you were looking at me in that sort of way a filmmaker looks at a film, or a comedian looks at a stand-up, or a pornographer looks at food. And I said, I have to go to class to learn about things. And you said, okay, as if you didn't believe me. Later, after class, I sent you a text asking if you thought I did really love you. and. You never replied, and I thought, well, that's the end of that then. <laughs> uh, how do you critique your own work? Um, and I normally ask people, if the poets, if they have people to share with, or um, you know, the audience and stuff. But you're obviously studying at the moment, so it must be a big part of how you're critiquing your work at the moment, or having it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I have to do uh, workshops, which is a strange experience in an academic environment, and that. Um, you're workshopping mainly for yourself and yourself as a writer, but also in the back of your mind, you're thinking, this teacher's going to mark this <laughs> and I've got to get a good mark to get my money's worth out of this course. Mm -hmm. um, 
but luckily uh, the, the teachers I've had at all academic based workshops have all been very open about this and very comforting about this as well uh, saying stuff to me like you know I prefer it this way so maybe when you submit it do it this way but you can always change it back or whatever it's, uh, it's to mainly think you know the academia side of things is not the end so it is a part of me for my process, definitely, but it's not all of it. No, not the um, I, I count one of my poems successful if I like it. Yeah. Um, and of course that can change on a daily basis. Often I write things and for the rest of the day after I uh, have writ- written them, I think this is the best thing I've ever written. <laughs> and the next day I'll look at it and I think that was pretty yeah. bad actually. Um, but then it's all about longevity, you know. Uh, it, it, if I feel like it's still worth editing, I will edit it. I'll keep on editing it yeah. and keep on editing it. If it just stays with me, then it's a good poem, obviously. Sure. obviously. And um, how would you like to see your writing progress in terms of like having stuff? Your ultimate, you're sort of ultimately looking to be published, or um... yeah, I mean, it might be old-fashioned of me, but um, I do still want to have a book with my name on it in yeah. foils and waterstones um, just because it's been my dream as, since I was a kid yeah. um, it's strange isn't it how that is now sort of old fashioned yeah, yeah. it's weird I mean, yeah I mean so many uh, poets obviously are selling CDs or yeah, yeah. have things on, on YouTube or yeah. whatever but I still really want to focus my work uh, right now on the page I, I feel like I've done a lot of performance and I'm happy with where my performance is at yeah. compared to where my work is at on the page. Sure. Um, how about a third and final poem and then we'll get to the last couple of questions. Cool. Um, I won't stop looking. I googled your name but nothing came up. So I tried Bing and Yahoo and AOL. The closest I found was a dead Twitter page. It didn't exist anymore. Where was I? Oh yes, I was trying to find you to explain how I feel about what happened, what is happening, what will happen. I miss you. Find out where did you go? Have you been all these years? Where was I? Oh yes, I found out recently that for every link you click on Google, the company known as Google burns a puppy. Combine this with Bing and Yahoo and AOL who also burn puppies but only on Sundays and think about how many puppies have died in the name of people trying to find someone they miss. In fact, if you look at the back of the Google building, you can see huge piles of puppies being burned, burnt, burning on fire, all because we can never find those exact things we want. Where was I? Oh yes, I was trying to find you, but you don't exist anymore on Twitter or Google or Bing or Yahoo or AOL. I thought the internet was maybe broken, so I typed my own name in and found myself easily. Top result. But then I've always been easy to find. And if we were to compare, piles of burning puppies at the back of Google, then my pile will be so much smaller than yours because of how many times I've tried to find you, how many times I've wished I could ask you, where was I? But this page doesn't exist anymore. Uh, cheers, man. Um, uh, yeah, so the, the, by the way, that big banging noise in the background just in the middle of the poem was the door going, um, 
Unfortunately, Sean hasn't yet made me collapse off my chair due to the poem. That wasn't what that noise was. That should actually be your goal rather than... Uh, David's lying, by the way. Uh, He is literally on the floor right now. Um, What have been the main influences over your development as a writer and performer? And all? Seeing other people perform, definitely. Um, For a long, long time, I was writing poetry. I'd never performed anywhere. I didn't even consider the idea of performing to be relevant to what I was doing went to my first open mic must have been three four years ago now um, not expecting much but I was a bit drunk and friends had asked me to I was terrible I was shaking <laughs> I, was, I, I couldn't get my words out properly but it was seeing other people which made me do it more and made me eventually get heavily involved in it um, to the point where you know I was, I was I've seen hundreds of people performing over the years and it's seeing the different things that can be done with poetry the different things that can be done with performance uh, that really inspires me um, for instance the first time I saw you David you know uh, I wasn't even looking at the stage at that point I was looking at this guy standing on a big chair or whatever on the table just shouting at people it was it was you know, that, that kind of thing inspires me, definitely. I'm glad it inspires people and doesn't terrify people. Oh, yeah, um, it terrifies people, but that's what's inspiring <laughs> yeah. about it. People need to be terrified, yeah, yeah, terrified yeah. more. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. Um, cheers, Sean. It was really good. Um, thank you for the poems. Um, just quickly, what's your blog again? Um, yeah, you can look me up at wikeyoungpoetry at wordpress.com. Yeah. And that's going to be... I'm going to put that under, under the video. So what, when... The video that you're watching today, at the moment cool. it'll be underneath um, in the description. Also, if you, if you are, um, if anyone out there is in London, um, please find out about World's End Poetry Yeah, we've we'll got a link to World's End as well, which is the poetry we we've both been at tonight and Sean's hosting. And and uh, just a big thank you now to Chelsea Theatre for letting us use their office space to record this quickly. Definitely. And we're going to wrap this up because they're sort of clearing away chairs and stuff and we're all going to get herded out of the building. So thank you, Sean. Cheers, man. Cheers, man. Um, Let's go get a drink. Yeah, you lot, clear off.